better than ever. Time for Bachelor in Paradise, y'all. This shit is bananas. Is this the first time you've watched Bachelor in Paradise? In its entirety. Yes, the first time. We watched a little bit of it last. I I feel like I jumped in halfway through last season. I remember someone entering to an electric guitar really prominently. That was one of my favorite (laughs) moments. And you watched a little bit of Bachelor Pad. Oh, I watched all of Bachelor Pad. Bachelor Pad. Bachelor Pad is my favorite. Though I will say that this... What I really like about both of these little summer spinoffs, they're lighter, um, they're more fun, and I feel like they have just knocked all pretense out that this is a show about yes. lasting romance. Right. Well, well, um, I would argue against that, especially with Bachelor in Paradise, because you have people... Now, two couples have gotten married at the end, which is more than you can say for the actual Bachelor, Bachelorette franchises. I guess that's true. I guess what I'm trying to say is that it's sillier. They seem to be shaking the ants in the jar even more. <laughs> Than they do in the regular season. Right, and I know what you mean. I mean, I feel like in The Bachelor slash Bachelorette, people are trying to look their best. Yes. And then they come on these shows and you just see what assholes they all are. Right, right. I think that's true, right? And and I feel like that's, there may be a romance. This didn't even have a romantic date. It had a super weird date that we'll talk about with a clown that was doing sex noises. (laughs) But anyways, well, Well, I feel like there have been some people too that like were pretty popular and seemed good on the regular like Bachelor, and then they come on this show and you're just like, you're a horrible person. You're a nightmare. Well, and they seem to encourage that even more, and everyone gets their chance to be terrible because when you can like. There's a difference, I think, between being the person on The Bachelorette who, like, swoops in at the cocktail party and talks to somebody for a couple minutes, which is sort of skeezy behavior, but as we've talked about, justified in the game. And, like, just flat out stealing someone that people are dating. You know, there's more opportunity. and the difference, too, is that clearly, I think the editors from season to season pick one person that they're going to set up as the villain versus Bachelor in Paradise where everyone is just on their worst behavior, it seems. And it doesn't, I mean, again, we know it's all editing. The producers are in in control. But there's some of the stuff you just can't edit. You can't edit Chad shitting his pants. (laughs) We didn't see proof of that. We didn't see proof of that. I mean, I'd also like to see the proof, Harrison, of Chad telling all of the hotel people to suck a dick. Because I feel like if you're going to say it, like, show it. Show me I that footage. Agree. Where is the footage? Yeah, I concur. They must have it. I mean, they're following these people They don't around. have it because they're lying about it. Are they? Do you know that? Like, is that... No. Okay. But that's my guess, is that... Uh, uh, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get, to we'll that. get, we'll get around through, to it. So let's run through the lineup of who's here. Well, first, I just have to say, oh. the intro is the best thing that The Bachelor has ever produced. Yeah. I think, like, the first time I saw it, with me, I don't, I don't think I even watched it in the first season. Um, but with the second season, I just remember like feeling gleeful. Oh yeah, because it also shows that they are making fun of the show. Yes, that's the other thing that I like about it. There's a self awareness. That's mm-hmm. I think what I'm trying to get at. There's a self awareness to Bachelor in Paradise on the part of the producers and everything that's not there. They can't quite let that self awareness creep in. With the other shows, mm-hmm. but yeah, the uh, the opening montage is just—it's magnificent. If you if you are listening, some people actually believe it or not, listen to this podcast 
without watching the show. Mom, we're talking about you. <laughs> but <laughs> We're talking about my mom. She's our number one fan. And hey, that's great. She thinks we need to leave our jobs in academia and <laughs> apply for jobs as some shock jobs. Professional podcasters. <laughs> but anyways, point being, if you are one of those folks who does not actually watch the show, go to YouTube or whatever and find this intro. It really is. It's worth your time. www.youtube.com. <laughs> it aggregates short videos that people can post online. Okay. Let's talk about who else. Like, we have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about. I was we thinking are five that our Bachelor in. and Paradise <laughs> podcast were going to be shorter. I don't know if that's going to be the case. We have so much to deal with. I could spend minutes alone on the metaphor of chad and crabs i mean how they use crabs as okay a for all chad. right um daniel's there <laughs> daniel's so there. most of the characters get a short little introduction much like regular bachelor yeah. franchise yeah. uh daniel's involves him pouring maple syrup down his totally hairless body um, that kind of pulls down into a Canadian flag Speedo yes. that he's wearing. Which I'm not one that spends a lot of time around Speedos, but it seemed revealing even for a Speedo. I feel like it was a regular Speedo. Yeah, I, feel I think like maybe it... it just looked revealing on Daniel's enormous body. Yes, and with that syrup glistening yeah. off of it. All right, perhaps so. Um, yeah, so we and we get the um, the twins. The twins are back, and they have a weird. They have a lot of weird blurring in this one. One of the twins needs like a. They do like somersaults or something, and one of the twins needs like a black box over her. Shorts. Yeah, but she's wearing jean shorts. Right. I see. I, and later they like blur what out. kind of jean shorts are you wearing? <laughs> right. That if you do a somersault, it requires right. That a, it's that. What revealing. are they blurring out? Like her labia. I. Uh, her. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Well, I feel like with. With the bathing suits, I'm assuming it's, like, too much butt. Right, because later they blur out bathing Lace, suits. they blur out Izzy. Right, yeah. to the point where we're like, are they, and they always, But they're not. Well, they yeah. always did that. There was one contestant. I can't remember even her name. But they always blurred out her butt. She was, like, a bodybuilder. Oh. Do you remember her? No, I don't. Yeah. They were just no matter what, like, even if yeah, she was wearing jeans. No, no, no. no. <laughs> if she was wearing a bathing suit, okay. but it was like she was the <laughs> just, only one. Oh, and no matter what she's got on, it just she a would come pixelated box. <laughs> in her, yeah, in her ball gown. She was Mormon, and so that was actually what she required of them. <laughs> the magic blurring that they All required. right, we got to move okay. through it. The twins say they're not going to be dating the same guy. Mm-hmm. They go through all of their body parts that are different. Um, Nick is back. You are unfamiliar with Nick, but True. he has been um, a runner-up twice on The Bachelorette, which I actually think is pretty impressive to that get to the number impressive. two spot. How does that? I didn't realize that had happened. He was runner-up with Andy, and then when Caitlin was on, he he is infamously the one that Caitlin slept with. Oh, gotcha. Um, he felt such an attraction to her, and I think they had been like tweeting back and forth. Uh-huh. So he went back on That's with Caitlin and made it to number two again. To lose it again Man, and again. Always the bridesmaid. Never Nick. the bride. Did he look just a shade like Matthew Morrison to you? A little bit. Yeah. I think he's cute. People did not like Nick, especially when he came back. Um, I like him. I think he's funny. He has a very dry sense of humor. He's a little cocky. He's kind of big mm-hmm. on himself. He's interested in our girl Jubilee. He is. A.K.A. Jubes. Still a nickname that I do not like. Right. I would not. I feel like she, did she self-assign that? The girls call her that in the house. Okay. And she calls herself that, I think. 
seems like something that mean like that a mean girl in middle school right. would do. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Like that's what Rachel McAdams character is calling uh Lizzie Kaplan. Yes. Jubes pubes. <laughs> that's what they would yell at you right. in the middle school shower when you started your period in the shower. Like <laughs> Carrie. Yeah. It's just an amalgamation yep. of teenage... Of all these terrible teenage... <laughs> or these terrible teenage moments. But anyway, Jubes so. seems okay with it. Jubes is fine. Hey, maybe she's embracing it. Um, okay. So then we get... We, speaking oh, of Jubes... I want... Yeah. Are we, we're still on Jubilee, right? Yeah. Yeah. So she talks about how she is trying to get rid of her resting bitch face. And it is Which I can relate to because I have the same thing and people are constantly asking me what's... I think I have more of like a sad resting a sad face. Resting. People always think there's something wrong. Yeah. And there's not. Except, you know... They, except I that I've done something stupid that, li- that yeah, spoilers that was, The Bachelorette. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'll say one of the other interesting things about this show or any time they come back is now they've seen themselves on TV and so they're trying to calibrate based on whatever their image is if they don't like yes. it. You know, and so Jubilee Which is doing that you do that see lace. sometimes. I feel like you don't see that as much with, with Chad. <laughs> you do not, you know. <laughs> but you're right. I mean, Lace uh, many times acknowledges that she came off as the crazy one. Right. She also gets to... So this is, I mean... So what, this is eight months after that happened? Is that right? Because she mm-hmm. keeps referring to that yeah. person as the old Lace. Right. Coming back. And they have a great montage. In her montage, she's throwing wine bottles away <laughs> and putting up a love she's yourself post it. She's writing post its to herself yes. on the refrigerator. Yep. Um, but my question is and you know, people sometimes people do change, but it seems a little presumptuous to be like, That's old me from six months ago. I'm not especially when her behavior the first night seems to indicate that there's a bit of the old lace left. Yeah, I just think that that's part of the show. Sure. Um, You know, you get that when The Bachelor, or when the next person comes on and acts like, I used to be in love with Ben, but now, you know, I mean, you saw JoJo in love with Jordan. Right. And also maybe Robbie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I want to say about Jubilee that we never got to really dig into her family backstory. Yeah, you, you were interested. That? Yeah, her family was like, like murdered or something. Yeah. yeah, so selfishly, I'm hoping that maybe we get a little bit more of that like serious Jubilee Right. Side. It might come out if, you know, if she lasts a while and there's a chance to get emotional, we might hear about that. Um, our favorite penis <sighs> investigator Fucking is Evan back. is back wearing like a lace-up shirt. He's just horrible. Like I have a visceral reaction against him you do Um, yeah yeah. i don't like him he's wormy i just i do not like evan well and we'll see how he fares this season i'll say something interesting is that several of the girls comment that he's better looking in person in person and i'll say the other thing to to be a little bit fair to evan like he's not chad he's not daniel but he's in fine shape i mean he comes across as wussy but he's in fine shape. No, no, you know? I don't care at all what his physicality sure. is. No, he's got a, a he's worm face. He's probably bigger yeah. than uh, Wells, who I thought was adorable. Right. He's just a 
he acts like a sixth grade boy. Yeah, no, it's that's fair. It's enough. his personality that I don't like. Yeah, well, and his face a little bit. I don't Let's care about his face. Fa- no, I don't care about his I'm, face. I'm not crazy about his face. He looks stupid doing uh, incline push-ups in the public park. Also, like, where are your kids again, right. Evan? Right. Um, Jubilee just calls him the penis guy. Yeah. Which penis investigator is way cooler. That's what it should say in his business card. Yeah. Evan, take a note. If you stop, if you didn't stop listening after I said that you had a horrible face, take a note. All right, so Chad, we get the Chad bear. Chad's been hanging out with his dog. And which is the smallest, comically small dog. I mean, we have a very small dog. This dog is smaller than our small dog. Um, and it really is adorable, I have to say. It's all and negated I think later. Chad is adorable in his opening bit. And I, mm-hmm. I will make the argument... <laughs> That I think Chad has a legit alcohol problem and that that prompts this horrible behavior. When he's sober, he seems normal and engaging and funny. You're still still a Chad apologist. After I'm not the an apologist. I think that he has like a substance abuse problem. And on top of probably other problems. Well, sure. Um, no, I'm, and you know, we've said this before, and honestly, I hope, I can't wait for Chad to leave just because I feel like he sucks the oxygen out of the room, you know, spends well, so much time I talking feel like about him. But he screws himself over, and then he freaks out because he knows that he's going to be forced out, and so then he just like balloons into the Chad bear, into this like monstrous person. Right, but of course, I mean, that's not, none of that is an excuse for any kind. I think you're no, right it's that not, that's what's happening. But I'm just saying, like, but... I think that's the pattern. Like, I I felt like in his initial interview, he actually really did seem like, I'm looking for love. Mm-hmm. I want to find, you know? Yeah. I mean, he didn't, he wasn't trying to be the comically bad villain mm-hmm. from the get-go. Right. I think he legitimately wanted to be there. And then he hooks up with Lace. I think that he got embarrassed because he, like, his interpretation was that Lace was rejecting him mm-hmm. later when they're hooking up. And then I think he just, again, kind of has this downward spiral from there. Yeah, well, we'll get to him. We'll get, we'll get, to, get to him. <laughs> We're for already now, 14 minutes in. For now, in. he's playing with his dog. He's looking yeah. for love. Feeding the dog. Feeding him some, some right. nice treats. Okay. We talked about Lace. Oh, Daniel. Gotta talk Daniel about Daniel compares himself to herpes. Yes, he compares himself to herpes an and eagle. an eagle. Yes, an eagle doesn't settle for a pigeon. An eagle settles for an eagle. I like the fact that the eagle is settling, right? Even for, for another an eagle. eagle. Yes. Yeah. Well, and that could be a pterodactyl. What's cooler than an eagle? <laughs> maybe a pterodactyl. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Daniel is, I mean, brilliant metaphors and. Um, you Daniel know, is brilliant metaphors. Daniel is offering. Well, that is a metaphor. Daniel is a metaphor. Um, no, Daniel really offers us some brilliant images, some brilliant metaphors. So he's really um, full on Daniel yes. in this episode. A. He's a. also full on Canadian. Full on Canadian, yes. Amanda, my notes say blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Amanda's sweet, whatever. Everybody's going to love her. Well, and I feel like Amanda's kind of the Tinley of the group. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're not going to have anything bad to say about her, but... And it seems like while that kind of sweetness can really do you some good in The Bachelor, it seems almost like a handicap in a little Bachelor bit. in Paradise. Yeah, I mean, I do think that the show kind of has a history of 
the nice girl getting screwed over and more specifically the single mom getting screwed over like you think of julia last season nobody wants to be julia julia gulia (laughs) um but yeah i mean we'll see how i mean i think that people i will i would think that amanda would fare better but i don't know we'll see how it unfolds Nobody's coming to Bachelor in Paradise because they want to be a, a daddy. <laughs> they want to become a father. <laughs> yeah. And no, no offense to all of the, you know, we're parents. So <coughs> of course. No one would <laughs> want to be with us if we got divorced. Just remember that, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're going nowhere. <laughs> all we have is each other. Um, um, Jubilee and Nick are excited that Chad is going right. to be there. That I was... think that he... And I get that. Like that, I mean, again, you know that I'm a Chad apologist. Mm-hmm. But based on his performance on The Bachelorette, I wouldn't be scared of him. I would be like, this guy is going to be hilarious. You would be intrigued. Yeah. Right. No, and I understand. And they they're really, this episode has quite the narrative arc. You know, they structure mm-hmm. it. Because people are excited. People, <clears throat> other than Evan, who needs to fucking let it go. Um, the rest of them are just like, yeah, he might come. You know, he would be interesting. We'll see what happens. I'd like to meet him. He sounds hilarious. You know, so he's not coming into a situation where the he's deck having is to like, Yeah, no. If him. anything, I think he's getting an unfair advantage. Sure, right. Um, Carly is back, a fan favorite from last season after she got her heart smashed into a million pieces. Uh, she says she doesn't give up. Uh, if she didn't come back, she would regret it. And then she's ready to, quote, test drive some cars. I wonder what that means. Riding a bunch of peen. <laughs> That's what it means. <laughs> that penis investigator is going to be on it afterwards to figure out who she's been riding. Um, um, Grant, I don't even know what this means, but my notes say that Grant is playing it cool. And that's all I have written okay, there. Okay, cool. Which yeah. is true, I, I think, nothing, about Grant. Yeah, I have nothing about Grant in here, so we must have been playing it real cool. I want to get to... Um, Daniel. The fact that he's wearing jorts, which yes. is a play straight out of the Ryan Weber playbook. Big time. Jorts nice fan. try, Daniel, yeah. the Canadian. You don't own jorts. <laughs> they just got there, actually. They just found out about jorts in yeah. Canada. Let's go to the mall, everybody! Apologies to our Canadian listeners out there. You know who you are. You know who you are. Um, Daniel is a huge asshole about the quality of the women there. Daniel, this didn't come through mm. last season, but he's he's very be, sexist. Well, he seems to be very hot on himself and his prospects, and that he wouldn't settle for what appear to be perfectly attractive women. Um, and I also don't understand like the women that come later. And he's like, oh, you like they all. Well, he loves the, the twins. He loves the twins. I mean, that's not a shocker. Yeah. Um, who is, let's see, so when he's complaining about them, like, uh, Jubilee, Amanda's there, there's some cute girls Izzy, there. Has Sarah, Izzy already showed Sarah up? Sarah with, yeah. with one, I mean, uh, with one arm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he basically is not excited about anyone until the twins show up. And he says, I didn't get a time <laughs> chance to take this quote down in full but that there was bad fruit there he wants some fresher the fruit, fruit looks like it's been bruised in transportation that's what he says he wants something juicy and succulent he also wants to rate the girls and yes. then says i love rating i love girls. rating women oh that guy um, um and then when the twins come 
he takes one of them, and I don't even think he knows which one it is. No. Yeah, and um, takes her down to the and beach. And she's into it. Like, for a while. It's un- She's into it uh, at first. She is. And they like him. They're like, ooh, Daniel. Dan, Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody, one of the twins, I think, says, like, that's who we're interested yeah. in is Daniel. Yeah, I want you to mounty We love me. you, Daniel. Come play with us. Come play with us, Danny. That he's never and then seen they again. run down the beach yes. holding hands. Um, we skipped over Grant making a straight up Huntsville reference. Oh, you're right. Yeah. When he's talking about Chad coming, hide your wife, hide your kids. We'll insert that Boom. for sure. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband because they're raping everybody out here. Um, Nick says if Chad doesn't come in eating a sweet potato, he'll be really disappointed. Me too. Yeah, Chad friend. does not. Spoiler he alert. He does Chad bring does a lot not. of meat. Yeah, and a lot of protein. Um, I'll also say Nick, when he... So who else is there first? Who gets there first? Well, now we're getting into... Because he, um, he taught... His pickup line is ever made out in a thunderstorm before. Right when he no, gets that's, there. Is that Nick? I thought that was Nick. Is that? Yeah, right? you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yes, I remember you laughing at that. Right. So you know, if that works on you, great. Um, oh, he. But also... then he's also like, I have. <laughs> <laughs> he's just bragging. He's not even hitting. Yeah. Him. He's just bragging about the fact that he has made out in a, in a thunderstorm. Well, also, so. It, my notes are a little spotty here because I was feeding the baby. You know, we make our baby watch this too. Um, he guesses Daniel. Back to Daniel. He guesses someone's age, but he goes all over the board. No, that well, that's Daniel. Yeah, Daniel. He guesses what is that? He's talking to Izzy, right? Who just as a note, I want to say I don't remember at all. A lot of people don't remember her. I think she got eliminated on like the first or second episode. Yeah. If that's the case, where's the fucking chicken enthusiast? And all of this. And we're bringing back people who got eliminated immediately. But, um, and yeah, he's talking to Izzy and he asks what her age is. It's she... unclear whether he's like flirting with her because she's like 25, 21. But 25, he, 27. He, right. Yeah, and exactly because she tells him. Like he's not. Yeah, yeah, I know. She keeps I, saying like, 25. I think that's yeah. how Canadians flirt. <laughs> Just inaccurately guessing ages yeah. even after you've been told what the person's age is. Um. Grant says that Lace is a mess, but then later in the show he says that that's uh, who he'd pick to take yeah. on a date. He says he feels sorry for anyone dating her, and then, yeah, almost immediately becomes interested in her. Jared comes back, another hot commodity. People really like Jared. He is he seems like a, a genuinely yeah. nice and he guy. Is, he's handsome. Um, Jubilee is has been waiting for right. him. That's who Jubilee, that's who Jubes, Jubes. is interested Jubes. in. Jubes pubes. And but Sarah steals him away almost immediately to I mean just to go talk yeah. when he comes. Yeah. Um, I will say too it was just like the sort of school girl- girlishness that Jubilee displayed was cute. I yeah. thought especially in contrast to the personality that she displayed on The Bachelor. I feel like it's always a bad idea to come into this situation being like this is my person. Right. This is who I really want to be there. Like not to of course you would think like well. If Chad is there, I'd be really excited to get to know him better, just as an example. Yes. Not saying that would be me, but, uh, but I think to be, to have your choice narrowed down so firmly before you even like. 
Right, before you, you don't even know that that person's coming. Yeah, it just seems like a bad strategic move. Right. Well, and, you know, you're right. It just it limits you a little too much, puts your cards on the table a little too much. It was cute, but... Um, they, Evan makes a Moby Dick yes, he reference. Does. Which I said, actually, despite not liking Evan, that reference pans out better than Wells' Lord of the Flies mm-hmm. reference. So, If you're going to make a Chad literature reference, that's probably the one to do. What and, about Frankenstein? But Frankenstein wasn't the monster. <laughs> Frankenstein's the <laughs> doctor. hot tip for y'all yeah. that aren't professional English teachers. Drop that at a cocktail party and blow people's minds. Everybody thinks it's the monster. He's the doctor. Um, Chad is back. He says he's looking for a girl. Um, th- so this I thought was interesting. So this is what Sarah says. And especially in light of what you know develops as the episode progresses... Sarah was talking about Chad and again was playing into that classic female mentality. Oh, I know. Like, he's an asshole, but I think I could change him. That's how every terrible relationship starts. I mean, she says that it would be that he's the kind of guy that you have to etch away at. He's misunderstood, and a lot of people think he's a douchebag. But then you get away at the layers, and then you fall in love with him. Like, no, Sarah. Right? No, no. that's not what happens. Stop that's not, doing you're that. Right. There's yeah. nothing wrong with dating a nice person. Right? That's not. Yeah, I'm going to be the one that changes him, and only I can see how great he is. No, it's it's not a bad. It's not a good situation. All right, Lace says that she and Chad instantly hit it off. You can't argue with that. Right? They, they certainly did. And then I want to say too, when Chad comes. He, I thought, was the bigger person. Yes. Goes up to Evan without a hint of, like, sarcasm. Yep. He's not goading him. Yep. He shakes his hand, says, good to see you. Like, I apologize. Clearly is just like, let's have it be water under the right. bridge. Like, let's move on. And little squirmy Evan, like, can't do it. Right. He can't let it go. And then later he does, like, this terrible, like, um, Ugh, crocodile, crocodile hunter, hunter like, impression. Like, 1998. Right. Yeah. That was really funny around the time. Can't hardly wait. Came out. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. And next he's going to do the Budweiser vlog. Yeah. Budweiser. I can't wait to see him do the Macarena. It's going to be great. Um, I will say, though, Chad, I think about Evan threatens to tear his head off and shove it down his mouth. He said which yeah. is impossible. Well, which that's is interesting. I you can't shove someone's head down their mouth. Can't you? The mouth is part of the head. That's you can shove how, it down their that's neck. That's the best description I've heard so far of how I felt when you ruined the bachelorette. <laughs> it was as though I was tearing your head off and yep. shoving it down your mouth. Thanks for putting it to words, Chad. Chad just gets you the way that nobody He's else does. He's a poet slash pirate, as Daniel calls him <laughs> later in this episode. And speaking of Daniel and Chad, man, those two bro out. Oh, it's I. Th- it's, it's like sweet. a couple of male orangutans or like yeah. tiger brothers. Like they're playfully swatting at each other. Yeah. It's very animal-like. Yeah. Well, and they're talking about how, you know hot they are and how there's really no competition for them and they said like I'm just gonna take the let the liquor take over and hit booze control Aww. yeah oh, Daniel man. also says that a lot of girls are looking at him big time <laughs> eh 
And yeah. he also refers to the girls as the plunder. Like, Yeah. I mean, buddy, come uh, on. Anyways. So, yeah, they, um, they bro out. And every, we get some good lines is, yeah, from the people, crew. Yeah, yeah about people how are very amused by they're it. They're the first couple. And, and so far up to this point, it seems like things might be fine for Chad and... Oh, this cattle dog really wants you to throw that toy. Hey, Louise, we're podcasting. We're, the people don't want to listen to you fetch, I cattle dog. That's a great Nobody wants toy. that. Yes, it is. Oh, do you like The Bachelor? We're like chat. See, anybody can be cute with a dog. Oh, Louise. See, I'm sweet, too. Okay. Um, I don't know what point you were making. Can I, no. fl- can yeah, I step in here? Yeah, let's yes. There's an interesting rule that... If one of the twins gets a rose, the other one automatically stays. Right. I just want to point that out. <clears throat> that um, seems like something that's going to come into play later, big time. Yeah. We get the date card. Jubilee gets the date. She asks Jared. They do, like, a legitimate Zach and Kelly kissing at the max. Woo! Yeah. You're talking about the crowd. Yeah. The- yeah. The bo- it's like the boys, too. Yeah. It's oh, like yeah. the girls. Well, and the, um, so I have to say about the date, and Anna, this is not going to be that meaningful to you, but they have like a 10-minute Lord of the Rings conversation. It was meaningful to me in that I thought, I feel like I am a pretty nerdy person. Like, I write poetry for a living. And I was like, man, they are nerding Nerding it it out. I love Lord of the Rings, and I was like, God, this is nerdy. And it just kept going, Yeah, Like, I thought Jubilee was going to be like... I'm a nerd too. I like Lord of the Rings, and then stop there. But uh-huh. no, I no. Mean, she uh-huh. says I can't. I never get to talk to guys about this kind of stuff. And she says, which I love. And if you're familiar with the films, it's great that she wants a relationship like Sam and Frodo. Frodo wouldn't have got far without Sam. No, Mister Frodo, you shouldn't make fun. I was being serious. So was I. <laughs> I'm not familiar with that. I don't know. They are. I don't know what um, that means. Frodo is Elijah Wood, it's right? Frodo and, and uh, Samwise Gamgee is Sean Astin. Uh, that blah, 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 blah. Well, it's very, it would be super homoerotic <laughs> if one got the impression that hobbits ever have sex. Hmm. As it is, it doesn't like seem like they do. I don't need to know about hobbit sex. Well, that's what I'm saying. Nobody does. And it appears, I would guess that they have no genitals at all. Um, and that's certainly how Sam and Frodo well, play it. But they it's do. super. They just have hobbit genitals. It's they're all furry in, in any ways. Well. Um, but it's it's a very sweet sort of laced with homoeroticism relationship. Um, it's not necessarily the kind of relationship that I would say that I would want. But that's great if that's what Jubilee wants. And then yeah, they just they go at it with Lord of the Rings. And then for some reason. A clown comes. I still don't understand appears. why. No, it's it. I have no idea. What's and then going they on. just knock the shit out of a bunch of pinatas. Right. It's well, like a horror movie. It's so weird. And Jubilee, which fair enough, like freaks out and then says, "You know, I've been to war and back, and this clown is like the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life." And then the clown starts simulating sex and honking her horn. I mean, I was even confused regarding the gender. I don't. Of the clown. Yeah, I don't know. Yes. I can't, it was the least sexy. Like, kind of scariest date I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. And sp- well, speaking of uh, another scary date, so Lace and Chad move into the hot tub for some solo Lace time. and Chad start, I mean, just, like, going at it all Hot of a and heavy. 
They call them a Category 5 disaster. Vinny says that they're the type of people who choke each other out when they have sex. Someone else Carly, says, yeah. separately, like not having seen right. Vinny say that, I assume, mm-hmm. says they're the type of people who have sex and slap each other in the face. Right. Chad says that he likes it that Lace can throw it back to him. Uh-huh. And in fact, can throw it back even more than he can. Well, and again, for a while, even at this point... I was like, oh, this could be good. Like, someone who can right. dish out shit as well as Chad right. can. Like, that's honestly, that might be what he needs. Yes. You know, it doesn't work out, but. I feel like if they had stayed at, like, a level two drop right. versus level ten, yep. it would have been fine. It would have been, been great. And they are being, I think they're funny. Like, mm-hmm. Lace is scolding him, saying that money doesn't make him cool, and Chad replies in a British accent, tell that to my Lamborghini. Tell that to my Lamborghinis. <laughs> well, and he says, and this becomes a recurring theme, dulla dulla bill, y'all. Um, yeah, he says that. And then he says that again. It seems to be sort of his drunken, <laughs> you know, battle cry. But, um, Lace... <laughs> Really seems to have the upper hand in it, yeah. too. I think that's one of the reasons he gets so yeah, pissed. Yeah, I think so, too. Because he, as Chad says, makes them look like a bitch. And yeah. then he says, she's a crazy bitch, but I like it. But then I think that he, again, feels like she ultimately rejects him. Because eventually she's just like, get out of here. Right. And you, right. it's lace, so she's not real kind about it. Not like real subtle, yeah. Well, and she's, I mean, she's dishing it out, too, but he uses more. It's bleeped and I'm genuinely unclear. I feel it. like he's just calling her a bitch. See, but they would say that. You know, they would bleep that, I don't think. I think uh, it's worse. Cunt. Probably, because later they say bitch on un, blurred or unbleeped. Un so, um, yeah, I think it's something worse than that. But, yeah, he lays into her. She they quote break up right, which is ridiculous. I mean, they were together. <laughs> if that's a breakup, I mean, if that was a relationship. Well, and he keeps saying he says this throughout the episode. You're not being the lace I know right now, which is like you don't know her. right. What are you talking you, about? you just met her right. You have no idea. But well, so I get what he means, which is like two hours ago you thought that I was really cute and you were making out with me, and now you're acting like you're disgusted by me. No, you I know. understand, but that to say that you know this person, I feel like there's another more accurate way to say that, which is you're not being the lace that I met, or you're not being the lace that I liked. Yeah, I know. She says on a scale of one to nine, I'm nine disappointed, which was sort of a like her uh, spinal tap moment, <laughs> right? Um, but uh, yeah, and then one of the other, I get all the people confused, honestly. Um, but one of the other people says, "Well, Chad's just not going to be part of your story anymore," which is like again. That was 30 minutes ago that you were making out <laughs> with him. He's not going to be part of your narrative. <laughs> yeah. No, Ella. No, I know. Cattle dog, the podcasters, podcasting audience doesn't want to listen to you fetch that toy. Um, I'm sorry. Chad says to Daniel, quote, I'll murder everyone here and build them into a bottle. <laughs> I don't even know, like... A Hannibal Lecter thing? What like you're means. using body parts to build a bottle? Oh, see, I just thought it was going to be like a ship in a bottle. Like they were all going to be preserved. I don't know. I don't it's know. very curious. What do you mean, yeah. Chad? Tweet us. Right. Um, Daniel says that people think Chad is a cannibal. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and then, and here is where it turns for me. I'm 
kind of amused by the whole thing and thinking that Chad might be able to, you know, turn this whole pull up on the stick. Yeah, and but Daniel told us that Chad's on the moon and no one can bring him back down from the moon, and he's going to be looking for cheese. He calls Sarah a one-armed bitch, and I. Did you hear when he said that? I was like, oh. Yeah, I did. That, you gasped. But I feel like that's the first time that I've actually seen him be really mean. Like, yeah. he was never, he wasn't mean to JoJo. I feel like he was, he did to her what he was doing to Lace, which was like teasing her in a flirtatious way. I, I mean, I'm not saying that all of his behavior leading up to that point has been wonderful. It or justifiable. But I feel like that he was usually, the term. Yeah, yeah, like that just was flat out horrible. Even Daniel said enough is enough. Right, right. No, and that was one of the, that was the moment for me too where it was like, okay, you're just horrible. Like this isn't cute anymore. It's yeah, not you're fun. just like a, a bad person. Well, and so he tries later to jump ahead a little bit, but this is the point where it needs to be brought up. He tries later when in the next morning to be like, I was just calling people out for trying to be who they're not. No, you weren't. You were just right. Being an like you were. Yeah. Like that excuse doesn't fly anymore. Um, now you're when you're just being mean to people. Um, oh, and he tells what Sarah. To keep sucking a famed dick. Like, several times. Tells her that. Which, like, you're also on this show, Chad. Like, I don't understand where you get off, right? You live in a glass house here. So Chad passes out. That crab burrows in his hair. Right. Before he passes out, he keeps saying, when people are mad at him, he just keeps saying, dolla dolla bill. (laughs) While everybody walks away in, in anger. Yeah. Um... Vinny says that he pooped his pants. I don't know. There's a weird flashback. To, so they show for a really long time Chad snoring and a crab burrowing in his head. And uh-huh. it's so long that it reminded me of like scenes in like Family Guy where they're like purposely showing you something stupid. Right. Like Peter Griffin yeah, rubbing, yeah, his, rubbing knee. his knee. Yeah, and like but then later they show us again like Nick like peeping over almost in like a Gilligan's Island fashion. But I'm like, what are they gonna like what? Are we gonna hear a giant pooping sound? Well, it appear and then later he says he's not wearing any underwear and you see him sniffing last night's underwear. I mean, whatever. I don't, you know? Yeah. This I, is the I least feel like of the this problems. Is all, like the show becomes low class at that point. I don't <laughs> I don't point. come to Bachelor in Paradise to talk about poop. <laughs> To hear people pooping themselves. I come to talk about the nickname Jubes Pubes. (laughs) Let's keep it classy Let's keep it classy, y'all. Bachelor Nation. Um, He, again, although this isn't a private interview, but it, to me, almost confirms that he's even a worse person. He calls Sarah Army McArmison. You're a horrible human being. Uh, Chris Harrison gathers everyone and basically kicks Chad out. He says yeah. that it was his second chance. Chad gets pissed, like goes on a kind of rampage again. Well, there's and there's a lot of great quotables in here. Chad tells everyone that they need to prizzle their bristle, <laughs> which even, you know, I don't understand what that means at all. And there's a great exchange, which almost like you would write this. Which I almost wonder if this is all just totally staged because it's so ridiculous. Bite your tongue. But Harrison says, Chad, is this really the time to be glib? And Chad's like, no, it's not. I don't know what that that means, means. but it's not the time to do that. How about him accusing Harrison multiple times of 
going to sleep with a mimosa and a robe on. A <laughs> hundred miles if away. If that's true, like, I am the I envy Chris Harrison. Right. How is that a critique? What a wonderful life. Right. Oh, you, like... you wear robes and drink mimosas. Well, his critique seemed to be like, you don't know what's going on here, but, like, they film it. <laughs> but that's why I want to say that, I mean, I, I'm fine with them kicking him out. I agree. He's being disrespectful. Well, and it's it's a liability, like, at some point. So if he would have stayed and, like, really hurt somebody, you know, they would have been on the hook for the lawsuit. You but know? they have cameras on these people all the time. I think that if he was going around the hotel telling all of the hotel workers to suck a dick... They would have played some of that footage, and they didn't. Well, here's my counter to that, which mm-hmm. is they have so much on him, they don't need that. No, they do. To kick him they out. do. I feel like if you're going to make that specific claim, you sh- you no, do no, need I, it. I, no, I don't mean that they don't need the footage. I agree. I would like to see the footage as proof. What I'm saying is, you don't need to make that up. Like, his behavior was so terrible, eh. you don't need to add that one little well, thing to the Well, but my mix. counterpoint to Ooh, your this counterpoint... This is like a Lincoln-Douglas-style debate. Like legally blonde. <laughs> um, he didn't actually do anything. You can't kick him out for being mean. You cannot give him a rose, and then he'll go home. He didn't try to fight anyone. He got too drunk and passed out. He didn't really make any of the girls feel unsafe. Like, he didn't. I do want to... So, I do think you're right, though. I do want to comment on something that, you, that that raises, which is... So, we talked a lot in The Bachelorette about how it was men being jealous of Chad. And I think it was very instructive here to see how poorly all the women reacted to him. Because I think that it takes some Not of the air... Lace. <laughs> eventually, Lace. Eventually. Um, it takes some of the air out of that concerned that it's like it's just men being jealous or men being petty with one another which I think there's some of that but when all of the women chime in that Chad is terrible and, and I agree with that like I agree 100% his behavior was terrible I don't blame them for not wanting him to be there but as far as behavior that in the past has like actually gotten someone kicked off the show sure. I think it's borderline to say that they needed to, like, kick him out. I would say let him hang out for one more day and then at the actual let someone rose ceremony. Cut in. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the reason why they couldn't do that is because the men get the roses on this first night. Oh, I see. Well, so, that like, was poor planning altogether. Well, sure. I mean, they should have known that this was going to happen yeah. and inverted it. Um, but I will say, like I said, I think that I would be interested to hear the actual legalities of the situation um, and whether they just and they should have realized this all along but like if Chad were to hurt someone like what kind of lawsuit they're looking at because that's probably the because I mean the ratings clearly people love talking about Chad and keeping him on as long as possible is to their best interests so I think something had to outweigh that monetarily for them to get rid of him that's my my guess. They should have just staged footage of him telling people to suck a dick. It's like Harrison in like a Hulk costume. Well, that's the first night. You there know? it is. Yeah, so that's, Paradise. that's your show. To be continued Paradise already. Indeed. Well, and I mean, we've got to mention that Chad just unloads on Harrison. Uh, well, yeah, he does. Which I don't think we've ever really seen before. And he right? says, like, you're making me look like a bitch. I'm not going to have any life after this. Like, I have no life. And I do think that they are right in that 
he has major issues with his mom dying and like anger management issues. He needs therapy. Yeah, he needs he needs help and he doesn't need to be on this show and he doesn't respond well to situations and people are right that he has no self-awareness and honestly it looks like that he does the same damn thing again and reappears and throws stuff which i'm not going to get excited about because last time that was nothing right but like i said i just feel like and even you see it happen where all the other contestants are just sitting around listening to him talk like nothing else happens when he's on the show he takes too much of the attention glad to see him going so we'll see if that happens next week all right Uh, there's our show folks you enjoy. I hope your life is a paradise this week. He's climbing in your windows. He's snatching your people up. Trying to rape him. So y'all need to hide your kids. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. And hide your husband. Because they're raping everybody out here. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.